Ladies and gentlemen, good evening. This is Daniel Ricardo, and this is 365 Days of Sport. 365 Days of Sport. Yes, good evening and welcome to yet another edition of the greatest sports radio show on the planet. Yes, it's time for episode 121 of 365 Days of Sport. And we're here in deepest, darkest southeast Melbourne to... Well, we have to commiserate with Rob Bryce because uh, he's a Kiwi. You better. He likes Kiwi sports. I'm Welsh. Mm-hmm. Couldn't give a flying fig about the English cricket team mm-hmm. because it's not Wales, Rob. Mm-hmm. Even though allegedly Wales won the World Cup mm-hmm. on Sunday night. Well, Beefy, I've sat across from you, uh, you here on a couple of occasions and had many conversations with you about uh, the 2011 Rugby World Cup, oh, yeah, 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 of yeah. which you claimed that the Welsh team were robbed of winning the 2011 won, Rugby yeah, World Cup should have won the without World. even actually even playing in the final. Well, that's... And uh, you've said that several robbed. several times. You said that in robbed. front of Jeff Wilson and Christian Cullen yeah. and Ian Jones, Jones. Yeah, yeah. all at the They're same great, time. They all we agreed with me as well. They, they didn't actually. They were a bit sort of polite <laughs> to, to tell you. To, <laughs> they, said, to, yeah. they didn't belt you. Anyway, no, put it that way. But well, I'm um, than them. if you want to ever talk to me again about feeling robbed from winning a World Cup <laughs> yeah. of any sort, then don't even think about it. Well, the worst thing is you didn't even lose. Well, we didn't. No, um, but I'm, I'm not. You know, I don't want to get into so much into the rules and the. You know, yeah, yeah. It's a bit hard. They basically cut and paste the ways of deciding a 2020 match. Apparently. Oh, did they? Yeah. Well, apparently, those they have the super over, and then they have the. Uh, most boundaries, but yeah. we all, other thing I want to we actually bowled England out. True, yeah. There's there's many many things that the only thing we'll say is that they probably throughout the whole tournament were a more spectacular team. They did win one more game than us, and they beat us convincingly in the yeah. in the tournament. Yeah. But on, on the day, I mean that that Stokes deflection to the boundary was crucial. Well, Unfortunately, the, 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 probably what changed the game. I think in the end. Yep, true. Yeah. Although I mean, he just yeah. had hit a six previous mm-hmm. ball, but um, yeah, no, it's absolutely spot on. It, it, you know, it's a cruel way to do. It. I just don't understand. Just bowl another super over. Mm-hmm. Just, That's that they could have done that. Didn't take just too do long, that. did it? It's um, it, it penalty shootout. You know, if it goes five all, you go again. Many Sudden things death. they could have done. Yeah, that's very true. Um, I, I mean, as you know, I'm a fairly staunch atheist, and, uh, and I, you I was watching there thinking that the, this is actually divine intervention. <laughs> I was convinced uh, that that's what was going on there. Yeah, no, that's fair enough. They even called it the Bat of God. Apparently, that was a oh, title. D- <laughs> really? That was a title. Of oh, some the of Maradona, the, uh... the Bat of God. Love it. That's awesome. <laughs> I'll tell you what I'm going to do. I'm going to bring in, a, we have a special guest presenter with us tonight, Owen uh, Owen Toulon, who is Irish. And um, Owen, are you feeling the love now that uh, Ireland are also world cricket champions through the English captain? Very mixed emotions. Very yeah. mixed emotions. When I was watching it live, a part of me was cheering on for Owen Morgan, but um, the Irish man in me really wanted to see the Kiwis mm-hmm. win. So, mm-hmm. And I think when you talk about divine intervention, I've heard that the only reason Owen Morgan was captain, in fact, was to give England the look of the Irish, which mm-hmm. they, got, oh, they got in yeah, spades. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Four-leaf clover in there. <laughs> so, um, obviously, Stokes is a Kiwi. Um, Jason Roy's a safe ever again. Oh, we're not going to go. No, into no, that no. I'm because... just—I've got a point here. I don't okay. care about the imports. Um, yeah. Jason Roy's safe ever Owen Morgan is from um, Ireland, Republic of Ireland, I should say. Um, Joffrey Archer is obviously West Indian. Yeah. And Wales are apparently half the team. Half the team. Yeah. Or allegedly, it's England and Wales. Half fifty-fifty. Oh, is that what? Well, they so, they're not—they're not obliged by quota to put half Welsh in. Well, it's you, not written. No, no, that no. They have to. But what, what's happening in Wales this You're week? Lefty. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> What's happened in Wales this week, allegedly, is that um, the push for independence has now stepped up because of the glorification of yeah. the George Cross, okay. which I find is absolutely hilarious. And I've been pushing this for, a, well, how long have you known me, Rob? Far uh, too long too is long. the answer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I felt your pain, but I mm-hmm. felt your pain physically, Rob, as you well know. Well, the beef man... Uh, ladies and gentlemen, has been in some severe physical pain. He uh, gave me a message Friday morning, was it? I think. Thursday, yeah, probably. Thursday you morning. texted me. Th- no, Thursday morning. I Thursday think. morning. Yeah, yeah. Uh, gone hospital for abdominal pains after visiting the doctor, and straight away you asked my girlfriend. I said, "I guarantee you it's appendix. It'll be appendix out." And that's exactly what happened, didn't it? Yeah, I went to the doctor. I actually woke up about seven thirty-ish. Thought, oh, this doesn't feel right. Mm-hmm. I actually went to the toilet and uh, looked down and thought, oh, that's not good. Really? Yeah. It's like I got back on the Guinness again, put it that way. Okay. That's how dark it was. Right. I had this massive pain in my back, which is a bit weird, and it was like a band of pain. My guts were killing me. Rang the doctor, and I said, look, I'm in a bit of strife. Yeah. Have you got an appointment? Because I need to see someone straight away. And she said, oh, I can fit you in at 8.30. I said, oh, thank God for that. Get mm-hmm. in. Because normally, obviously, doctors in Melbourne, mm-hmm. you know, it could be two or three days. Yep. Anyway, 8.30, went down there, walked in. The doctor said, oh, you don't look well. So he lay me down, prodded in my stomach. He goes, oh, okay, um, I'm going to ring the hospital because you need to go there now. Yeah. And I was in. I got operated on that night. Apparently, um, when I got in, they took me in. They realized something was up. They took my blood samples, and my, my white blood cells were through the roof, so they, they knew something was up. Mm-hmm. I wasn't kind of a drug freak or yeah. uh, anything like that. So, yeah, I was in. Mm-hmm. Um, and they operated on me that evening, mm-hmm. so Thursday evening. So I'm, I've got off the sick bed to come and uh, regale the 365 mm-hmm. Days of Sport uh, listeners with uh, this story of uh, Spartacus-like recovery. Oh gosh! And um, yeah, so uh, apparently though, a normal appendix operation is 20 minutes, right? Yeah. Nowadays, keyhole surgery, in out, bang, bang, bang. Beef, beef is on the table for two hours. Ooh, because they uh, dig. They, they couldn't find it. Um, so apparently the pain in my back was my appendix was in my back. And because ah. it had, it was bursting, it was putting pressure on the muscles in my back. Ah, That's what yeah. was causing my back pain. So when they finally got rid of it and dragged it out and drained yeah. me and everything else. So I read Diggs, the doctor, I can imagine like he's dived in there. He's just like spreading things away like that. Yeah. You can't really see you on the radio, obviously. No, you people. can't see that on the radio. Um, but just imagine like if he dives in head with his hands and just grabs all the major organs and just and parts just them like. Moses, Moses, that you don't believe in. That's exactly yeah, yeah. him too, but that's a good time for him to come into <laughs> yeah. reality. And they, they blow uh, you up. In there. They blow you up full of air. The keyhole surgery, obviously, mm. is on a wire, and they blow you through, a, uh, blow it up full of air, so they can mm-hmm. navigate their way around, around the dense carcass that is my guts. Mm-hmm. Oh, and have you had an experience in this field at all, in the land of operations of any sort? I've had a couple of dodgy ones, actually, in my mm-hmm. time. Mm-hmm. Um, when I was about 18, I my mum thought it would be a good idea to get my tonsils out. Just on uh, a whim? On a whim. 18? Oh, nice. Yeah. I think I was moaning too much about oh, yeah. having sore no, throats. No doctor diagnosis? She just said... She said, into yeah, hospital, she get made, tonsils she out. Just get okay. rid of Yeah, she's a hardy woman. Right. They build them hard in Ireland. So yeah. I went in, had my tonsils out. And uh, was back home um, rehabbing on Ben and Jerry's ice cream, nice, mm-hmm. which is all you can eat. Mm-hmm. Um, and about a week later, I spat up a little bit of blood. Oh. And my mum said, right, back to hospital. I said, you <laughs> are kidding me. I've already been in once this week. Yeah. And she goes, no, you're back in. And I, I tore up. A, I wasn't happy. But I went back in, did what my mum told me. And uh, at about two in the morning, I started vomiting up litres and litres of blood. Litres? Litres There's only seven in the body, I think. Yeah. Of, of, no, so. eight pints. Eight pints. Eight yeah, pints. Eight pints. So that's only, what, uh, four, four and a half. Yeah, if that. Well, it's five then. And it depends whether it's an American gallon or a... 
No, it doesn't matter. Four and a half litres, yeah. But they're in his lungs if he's vomiting. Owen's Irish. Maybe there's less in Ireland. (laughs) It could be actually Euro standard. The main metric in Ireland (laughs) is pints, to be fair. Oh, there you go, yeah. (laughs) Uh, Anyway, so um, then in comes the surgeon, operates me in the middle of the night, and I lay in bed watching 9-11 happen on a lot of morphine. Oh, so right. I, I was drugged up watching watching the planes flying into the buildings and I thought I was in, in a... In a, a drugged up haze. In a dreamy... Haze, yeah. Wow. So as a, an Irish boy, do what your mammy tells you to do and Obviously. go to the hostel when... Yeah, or don't, as the case may yeah, be. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, that's probably... That's as, probably better than yours. Oh, no right. doubt. Yeah, because yeah. he wasn't even sick. <laughs> His mother just said, right, get him out. You're 18. Yeah. Sort of voluntary. <laughs> voluntary. Yeah, get rid of it. Let's, let's see what happens if we do this. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> this will save you a lot in the future. Well, this is what I was, I was... I haven't even looked this up, but I was thinking, if you're 45, mm. appendices... Uh, yeah, appendices? No. Appendixes? An appendix. An appendix. appendix. Do yeah. appendix go... It's only one. There is. Yeah. You know, is it a common thing for old fogies like myself, or is it... I, you hear about it when you're 15, 16. About, uh, yeah. Uh, the, the first one, I was a, a kid at school had it happen. When yeah, he was yeah. on a skiing trip in Tibet or something, and, oh, as you, uh, uh, and it yeah. actually bursts. If, if, if it bursts, yeah. you're in big trouble. Well, that's, they got to get in there fast. If it's, if it's a rupture and a slow leak, you got yeah. a bit of time well, I to think work that's with. That's what mine was. Rupture, yeah. not officially burst, but it's yeah, a rupture. Right. It's a split or whatever. Yeah, yeah. but uh, there's no known actual reason for why we have the appendix. No, it's to do with digestion of this grass, something like that. Yeah, so it's sort of like something that our, our evolutionary biology has kind of moved on from yeah. and no longer needs. But it's just there to occasionally send people to hospital. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, yeah, definitely. Like male nipples. True. Possibly. Yeah. yeah. Well, at what point? In, I think I have to check out when the growth of the child. When is it that they? When, when do you know the sex by when you've got a, nine weeks, eight weeks, nine weeks? Really? Yeah, I think so. So that means you, you must weeks. already have nipples by that point, then. Probably. I'm not a doctor, Rob, as you know. <laughs> No, you're definitely not. I've th- I've looked that up as well. Okay, well look that up. Look it up during look the Look it break. up male nipples and Get when they when they go. become useless and mm-hmm. non useless. <laughs> six mm-hmm. six weeks in the womb. Yeah. But anyway, so but you you're right you think you're all right? Getting there. Yeah. Getting there. I I I was back in hospital last night, I wasn't feeling very well. Mm-hmm. Uh, I had a bit of a turn and a few sweats. Yeah. Guts weren't feeling too well. But this morning mm-hmm. I'm, yeah, not too bad. Okay. They took me in last night just to make sure I wasn't infected is the word. I wonder if this will stop your gout. Maybe this will end. This will end up with you being able to drink again. Do you know? I actually, th- I was actually thinking the other way. You already thought it. Oh no, no, right. no! I was thinking the fact that this is the start of the degeneration of the beef. You reckon? I think oh, everything's reckon... just going to fall apart because, in all honesty, apart from gout and a few other bits and pieces, I've been pretty healthy up until forty-five. Got all my own teeth. You know, I'm not too bad. Got all your own teeth. Like that's yeah, an achievement. At forty-five, yeah, it is. I got all my own teeth. Yeah, well, some people have a Rob. Some people have had fillings and caps and crowns and canal root canal well, surgery. That, that's about as good as saying I can still walk or something well, like that. I mean, most... some people can't, Rob. Yeah, you know, clutching at straws here. <laughs> this is what I'm saying, right? I am fearing the worst that this. My body will just go right. This is it now, beef. You've you've lived. You've laughed, you've loved. This is all over. Really? Well, that's... I, I've just got that feeling. Okay. Is it, I think that's called post-traumatic stress. Could be. So you start thinking that everything's going downhill. It could be just, the drugs talking. Yeah. He's saying this with a smile on his face. He's talking about his own physical demise. <laughs> I'm not sure. Hey, some kind of yeah. sicko. Well, the other yeah. thing was what got me as well. I went. I told you I went to the toilet on Thursday morning. Mm-hmm. Come Sunday night, I still haven't gone again. Right. Oh. That wasn't a good feeling. Yeah. On top of ripped open guards. Oh, okay. And I tell you what. Well, now I'm with you. Dolgalax. Yeah. 
You do, yeah. Colchilax and you recommend uh, it? Colchilax, Colchilax or something. Is which, this the new sponsor? <laughs> it was for me. I tell you, I was on that stuff heavy just to make sure that I wasn't building from the inside right. out. Mm-hmm. There was it was like Atlantis in there. I'm right. sure I was building a new city. Well, this way you brought the luck of the Irish and try <laughs> yeah. and turn it around. Yeah, yeah. So I'm feeling I'm feeling better today. Mm-hmm. Let's very quickly. I just want to comment on Jimmy Neesham's tweet today or yesterday. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely yeah, brilliant. Yeah, Jimmy Neesham came out, who is obviously one of the losers, was the batter batter in the Super Over. Jimmy's come out and said, "Kids, don't take up sport. Take up baking or something. Diet sixty, really fat and happy." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Finally, because that, that came out straight away, and I think it was Crash Craddock on the radio. Oh, he yeah. was he was uh, uh, revisited it as well, and um, everyone's having a laugh. But I saw an Indian journalist oh. didn't get that it was supposed to be humorous <laughs> that's no <laughs> surprise like, as you can see what it does this he's so devastated by the loss Jimmy Neesham now wishes he was a baker <laughs> oh that's awesome that <laughs> saying, is quite funny he's, don't worry children he's just caught in a moment it, it is still good to be a cricketer <laughs> <laughs> some of the Indian tweets have just been hilarious the worst thing is the Indian, uh, Indian public cricket public mm. don't realise that the ICC is now run by Indians Right. Totally. And they've been setting the rules. Ah. And yet they've been having a go at their own people, basically. Ah, right, they right. all say it's the MCC rules and it's run by lords. Yeah. It's not anymore. It's run by Indians because yeah, that's right. where all the money is. Sure. So it's just unbelievable. It's ridiculous. I watched the um, after the semi-final uh, with uh, Virat Kohli and Kane Williamson doing their uh, respective yeah. uh, press conferences. And when, when Kohli was speaking, and it's got the comments scrolling on the side, oh, yeah. it's just Indians and Pakistanis oh, abusing yeah. each other. Oh, yeah. Totally. Flat out the entire time. What like, were you just, watching on? Um, I was that watching. Be... Well, because it's because on on the free to air coverage, yeah. it wraps up in like three minutes. The, okay. It goes back to Mark Taylor and Ian Healy. They talk oh. about the game for five minutes, and, it, and it's over. You don't get any post match, nothing. So I was just sort of on YouTube trying to find something. Oh yeah, yeah. And, and the, oh, so on YouTube, YouTube. Okay, yeah, 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 it would be. That'd yeah. be brilliant. Yeah. Speaking um, of Kane Williamson, does mm. anyone else think he's a skinny looking Kieran Reid? A little bit, yeah. Although Kieran Reid's got the the eye sockets, yeah. So there's there's a group of um, called the Alternative Commentary Collective who are based out of New Zealand, right? And they came up with nicknames for all the black caps, and then they started doing rugby as well. And they they call Kieran Reid Eye Sockets Reid because you know he's got those really deep eye sockets, yeah. But actually, he played in a cricket match recently, Kieran Reid, for like a charity match and batted very well, hit some big sixes. He's not a bad cricketer, yeah. But they do, yeah. They've got the Kane Williams beard is getting. Thicker, yeah. Is good it gross? Good ginger beard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's going well. He, I loved his response to when the BBC journalist went up to him after the game, and mm. and she basically went up and said, "Kane, I just got to tell you, we got to do an interview because you're player of the tournament." He went, "What me?" <laughs> he literally went, "Huh?" I heard that. Yeah, I yeah. haven't seen his response to after it. Rohit, He'll do his usual. Oh, I don't think I deserved it. It yeah. was the team and all that. After stuff. Rohit scored uh, five centuries in the yeah. World Cup, it wasn't <laughs> well, player of the tournament. Just, I know they didn't get the final. Mm. Uh, but Rob, yes, there's more. Devastating news for New Zealand overnight as well. Oh, no. Uh, Unbelievable. You're going to leave us hanging or what? Wales, they've done you again. In the under-20s again? No, no, no. What, in the women's? No, it's even worse than that. It's even worse. Well, they're not playing the All Blacks. Wales has now got officially the Guinness World Record for the world's steepest street. It's official, Rob. Oh, It's official. Jesus. Fjord Penlech in the historic town of Harlech, Mm -hmm. better known for its castle and rousing song, 
Man of Harley has been judged steeper than Baldwin Street in Dunedin. It's official. They've actually done the measurements. Residents have long campaigned for the Guinness World Records title and are planning a huge pay to celebrate the accolade and it has been established that the street has a gradient of 37.5% at its steepest point compared with Baldwin Street's mere 35%. Mm. Wow. Gwyn Headley, who led the town's campaign to claim the title, said, I feel utter relief and jubilation. I feel sorry for Baldwin Street and the New Zealanders, but steeper is steeper. He goes, uh, at least they do have the Rugby World Cup mm. for the moment. Oh, oh bit, Got a bit of a sledge in there as well, did Gwyn Headley. Since winning dig. the title was a lot tougher than the townsfolk had anticipated. Guinness World Records was ultra-specific and a criteria demanded for it to qualify as the steepest street in the world. And although we were confident in meeting or exceeding nine of them, we were worried about the tenth. Because the tenth criterion was that Guinness World Records required a blueprint of the street. The Harlech Beard justified its absence because the street has been there since time began. Mm. Or at least a thousand years, whatever becomes sooner. Because uh, the, when they built the road, there wasn't such thing as blueprints. Yeah. See? So it's so it's been there for a thousand years, the road. Allegedly so, Well, yeah. that, I'm happy to concede then, because that actually means that uh, I guarantee that Dunedin Street has not been there for that long. Yeah. Because people weren't living in New Zealand a thousand years ago. Or, or sorry, no one, well, they no, one, no one white was, <laughs> yeah. to put it blatantly. That was one of my more stupid ideas, was attempting to run up Baldwin Street. Oh, really? Yeah, two days before a Super Rugby game. We may have had a couple too many spates. Right, yeah. Uh, and to wash away our sins, sure. we attempted to run up Baldwin Street. We got about halfway up. Halfway up. Someone yeah. jumped in a shopping trolley and went down it and died. So that's that's, wow. uh, that's something you don't do. No, okay. definitely. So um, not only did uh, you lose the Cree World Cup, Rob, mm-hmm. you now Dunedin is not the steepest yeah. street on the planet. I have to be honest, that one doesn't quite hurt as much. <laughs> Are you sure? <laughs> yeah, absolutely sure. It's great for the people of uh, Harlech, basically. Mm-hmm. I think they've also closed the Cadbury's factory in Dunedin, right. so I don't know what's oh, left. It's going to be all over Dunedin. Hi, this is Jeff Parlin, and this is 365 Days of Sport. Hey, I've got to tell you as well, Rob, just to let you know. I'd like you to tell me. Um, we've got a new Twitter follower. Oh, have Yeah. Who's the one? Uh, yeah, one. The NZ Government Observer started following us this week. Oh, that's a worry. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> that's, just... not, that's not good at all. Yeah. I, I thought uh, uh, you might be able to share. Following 365 Days of Sport. Yeah. The New Zealand Government Observer. NZ Gov Observer started following us on Twitter this week. Oh, I Perhaps they think we're, uh, you know. Might some... be something to do with my student loan. <laughs> <Could be. laughs> they're chasing you down, Rob. They've, they've, they're honing in on the. Uh, yeah, right. Okay. But uh, I'm not quite sure what gold they're going to get out of following the 365 Days of Sport Twitter feed. But uh, clearly, they're uh, we're persons of interest now. I think it's. Uh, I have a feeling it probably is what I just said. Yeah. Oh, okay. Even cool. though I've 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 paid them something. When? Oh, obviously not enough. Obviously not enough. No, clearly not enough. <laughs> clearly not enough. Anyway, I just thought I'd let you know. Well, we'll check out what the NZ Government Observer is. It, yeah, might, it might it might just be some sort of uh, journal, journal. Could be type of thing. People yeah. have an interest to New Zealand politics. Surely the government's got more things to worry about than why. Is the New Zealand Government Gov Observer a, a periodical? Is it a publication? I, I, it's probably is a publication. Okay, let's hope so yeah. for your sake, because clearly uh, I've got nothing to do in New Zealand. Well, I would have thought they'd be a, if they were keeping an eye on me, they would have been a little more subtle about their approach. I mean, not necessarily. You know, yeah, I mean, um, they've got my email. 
If the um, NZ Government Observer are listening, um, you can follow us on Facebook as well. Just look up 365 Days <laughs> of Sport. Um, yeah. We've got a fairly, oh, it's not hugely active Instagram account, but it, that's there as well. So you can follow us on all the socials and find out what Rob yeah. is actually doing. Uh, there's no issue there. No, well, I, I don't, although you won't get much from any of those feeds. I don't really appear on them much no. at all these days. No, not anymore. I uh. need to be wary of people with positions of power on Twitter. Mm-hmm. I once received a, a DM, a direct yeah. message from a police officer in Scotland. Oh, cool. Who invited me to his holiday home in the Highlands. <laughs> At which point Just I got very concerned. Out of the blue. Out of the blue. And then I thought I was special, and then I went to the office the next day, and he had sent the same message to the entire office. Oh, so very interesting. Has it been explained in any way? Is the, uh... No, I was too scared did, to write Did that. anyone go, go? <laughs> no one. No. Well, if they did, they haven't come back. <laughs> yeah, sure. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Look, while we're talking about social media as well, we've got to thank uh, Jack Link's Beef Jerky. It's the best beef, jer- beef jerky mm. ever. I'm just going to go ever now, Rob. Yeah. It is. If you're looking for beef jerky, which, as you well know, Rob, is the food of astronauts. Uh, Protein-packed. Protein-packed. That's what I should be eating, apparently. Mm-hmm. Uh, buy Jack Link's beef jerky because it's bloody well awesome. Teriyaki's mm-hmm. still my favorite. Absolutely fantastic. They've just released the fat-free version as well. That's sugar-free. Fat-free and sugar-free, I think. Just, oh, I can't believe it. It's just so good. Just um, health. Health. It's health. A- health, 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 Rob. Yeah. That's what our show is about tonight. Mm. None of that appendix rubbish. Is there any vegan news tonight? Oh, I haven't looked up vegan news okay. yet, so uh, there yeah. may well be vegan news. Okay, good. I wonder if any of the English cricket team are vegan. Well, we can research. We're supposed to have these things prepared before the show, Beefy. We can't, can't just keep... Who's supposed to research these yeah. things? I've been sick, Rob. I've been sick. <laughs> Um, anyway, uh, and we've got to thank Mercedes, best sportswear in Australia. If you want great quality, cheap priced, awesome team wear, then get hold of Mercedes, mercedes.com.au, 1300 Mercedes. Tell them Beefy and Rob sent you, but uh, they love their sportswear so much. They have so much faith mm. and trust mm-hmm. in their sportswear. They will even give you money to buy more sportswear. It's ridiculous. Unbelievable. I, I don't believe it. No, I don't believe it. Sounds it like either. divine intervention to me. Not that you'd uh, trust that type of thing, the Rob. Bat of God. The ba- oh, and he's a Kiwi. Mm-hmm. Apparently, his dad, uh, Ben Stokes' dad, was cheering on uh, New Zealand. Yeah, well, I think because well, he was he was born in New Zealand, Christchurch, but, but, yeah. but very very young. I think uh, I thought he was only fifteen when he moved to the UK. Oh, don't know about that. Okay. Really? I thought it was, but yeah. I could be wrong. Wow, they did well there. Jeez, good player. Oh, I wouldn't mind him in our team for sure. I funny enough, the dad's come out and said a draw would have been a fair result. Mm. For him, yeah, yeah, you can't get a draw in a final. No, you can't. I don't. I didn't like. I didn't like the idea of sharing no. it either. No. I think some sort of result had to be done. Yeah, it's I think. I, but I think, yeah, super over. Just keep doing super over. I think so. I, You're I, not going to keep tying every time. Be a hell of a story if you did. Mm-hmm. See, the, the other thing is, if you go into a second super over, obviously Guptill's run out, right? Yeah. So Guptill can't bat. Joffre Archer can't bowl. You get three bats from though. Yeah, you do. But yeah. you know, it's a oh, continuation. I'll keep it going. Yeah, yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah. <laughs> Full of good ideas, Rob. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Full of good ideas. One thing I'll say about the New Zealand team. Yes. Probably, they're only probably going to lose two players from that entire team by the next World Cup. Yeah, good point. They'll have nine returning. And, that, and you know, that's not also like Shostody, who's a spare player as well. He's, yeah. he's on the, he'll be back as well. Uh, what else have we got? Oh, this is a great... You'll love this, Rob. This is the headline. Gold Coast Marathon. Japanese runner, Yuta Shitara. Could have been Buddy Sporting Boulder Dash. That's that. a good name. Yuta yeah. Shitara mm. wins Gold Coast Marathon despite extreme chafing. Oh, yeah, that's the headline. Yuta Shitara won the Gold Coast Marathon the hard way this weekend. Japanese runner didn't look like a contender until the final two 
kilometres of a wet and windy course when he powered away from Kenya's Barnabas Kipton and New Zealander mm. Zane Robertson, the Kenyan flyer. Not one came second, huh? It's third. Um, Shatara recorded the fastest ever marathon on Australian, on Australian soil, but it will be the site of his chafed and bleeding nipples. Oh, that the lasting. Well, that's nipples. quite common, isn't it? Mm. Yeah, it is. He, did, he forgot to tape them up. What's uh, the longest run you've done on? About 17k. Well, coincidentally, I didn't want to mention it. I'm going to do the run Melbourne Marathon next week. Run really? Run marathon? Melbourne half marathon. Oh, half marathon. Half marathon. Okay, yeah. We'll start at 22 and see how we go. Is that yeah. leaving from like Fed Square? Where does that uh, leave from? No, at least from the MCG on the side road, Batman Avenue, it goes up. Perfect. I think that's where it starts. So that's the half marathon. Because yeah. there's a Coburg run, which is like a half marathon, I think, in about a month. Is there? Yeah, there's ten. I'm just going to turn up and do ten k's. I can't, and I'm. I might think about doing a half marathon if I feel all right after that. But I'm so unfit. Yeah, yeah. It's, you can't just walk up and do it. No, ten k's you can. You still struggle afterwards if you haven't done anything. Oh, I've, I've been for a few runs, yeah. but only like four or five k's. Not you can far. do it, but you want to do it well, don't you? If you're going to, you do want to do it. Well. Yeah. yeah, that's why I don't do it. Speaking of marathons, actually, the Gold Coast Marathon, I think the ladies' winner was a, a lady called Sinead Diver, oh, who's yeah. actually from Ireland, representing Australia. Ah, oh, right. Um, because, obviously, Sonia O'Sullivan, Sonia world Sullivan. famous, world, lives, world out, here, lives mm. out here and coaches out here nowadays. Well, surely she'd be more likely to suffer from the severe nipple chafing. I think the uh, girls look after themselves, because uh, they used they, to. Yeah. Because, apparently, Shatara evidently forgot to apply tape to his chest ahead of the race. Right. Which is a common method for, to prevent chafing. So, Owen, you need to kind of tape up yeah. before yeah. next week. Leather, um, leather up even but, yeah but apparently they had a downpour just before the start and Shatara was, um, was wet and in the windy conditions he started chafing mm. after just 15 k's so he suffered chafing for nipples 20, for 27 k's 27 apparently he got two red dots on his white vest and yeah. then some viewers thought that the round dots were little Japanese flags on his <laughs> chest but as the race wore on they grew bigger and the truth was revealed <laughs> oh my word yeah it's pretty uh, pretty painful well, uh, I hope the young man's uh, nipples recover. Do you think well, they'll do? Uh, it might need plastic surgery, or maybe they'll just simply remove them because, as we pointed out earlier, as, as Owen did, they're totally useless. Yeah, or he might take up burlesque and just put covers, Cold caps on, so yeah. so no one notices the deformity and just assume that they're a part of the attire. That's exactly right. Totally covered. So. Not that that's regulation attire for any man to be wearing, <laughs> but um, he can express himself however he wants. Express being the key word there. Yeah. Um, um, <laughs> oh, God. I'm on it. I'm on it, Rob. Despite the drugs and the severe pain and the Lazarus-type recovery. Terrible. Express blood. He's a man. Oh, yeah. Right. Anyway, so... Um, oh, brilliant. Thank you for that. No worries. But uh, so just a warning out there to any long-distance runners. Mm-hmm. Please tape your nipples. Now, just while, we, just while we're I was going to say, what? you know, during the London Marathon now, over the last couple of years, they actually have people with the water stations. They have rubber gloves on with blobs of Vaseline on the fingers for people to yeah. grab. or on the um, There's a lot of people run for the other way, though, because they're the drug dealers in London. They think they're going to get searched. Sure. Anyway, go on, Rob. Sorry. I was going to say, I, want, I can't get off the World Cricket World Cup. Oh, I can you? keep talking about it. Yeah. Cricket. Because I, I did very much enjoy the format where everyone plays everyone. But then how did you feel about uh, no Irish side in the... In the... Well, I didn't qualify, did We it? just said we weren't good enough to qualify. Yeah, but I mean, normally it's a bit easier when there's pools because there's more yeah. more right. teams. So is that would you prefer that it keeps its format and that like 
and you just play better to qualify, knock out Afghanistan or someone like that? Or would you did you reckon it's better with the pools so they have quarterfinals? I think everyone playing each other once worked quite mm, well. Didn't yeah, they? I, I thought it kept well, the tournament. Well, they've done it since ninety. I genuinely think. Okay, I think the quality <laughs> of this World Cup has been outstanding. The games yeah. have been quite well even. Hmm. They had the Champions Trophy right as a makeshift in between World Cups. They've got to bring that back as a bigger tournament. That's oh yeah, yeah that's right? the knockout one. No, oh, they had groups of three, didn't they? And then the winners of the group went through or two, and they went into another stage. I thought that's just a straight knockout one. Um, it might have been. I don't think it would be. I don't think they take international teams for one game to a country. I don't think that would happen. Anyway, ah. it doesn't matter. Let's make the Champions Trophy bigger and mm. better. Let's get load of teams involved. Let's cut the World Cup to 18. I think it was probably a bit too long again. Mm. Everyone playing each other. 10 teams. Perhaps I have to even... say, I, I was starting to go slightly loopy from and the then you play, you well. Yeah, well, true down here. <laughs> I mean, 10, 10 teams, you're playing nine games, and then you've got two games... Semi-final, final. Yeah. So let's bring it back to eight teams and then go semi-final. There's seven games plus two. There's nine games. I think that's about right. You could probably knock a week off the tournament then. Mm. So you've got to qualify, but let's make the Champions Trophy where all the, you know, the big guns like Wales and the USA, yeah. Oman, <laughs> yeah, yeah, bring yeah. them into the tournament. Bring them all into it. Jersey, because they are Kenya. The, Kenya. Holland. Holland, the big guns. Yeah. Bring them in. And then let's make the Champions Trophy Germany. where Germany, mm-hmm. they're pretty on the, on the cusp. Apparently Adolf Hitler didn't like cricket. Really? Yeah. Couldn't tell. I'm not sure when mm. uh, when that was uh, noted by Adolf. I'm not sure if it was in Mein Kampf. Right. It's just like, das Boot. It's just, just like of cricket. Right. It's neither here nor there. I'm not saying now. that they'll never be a cricket superpower in Germany. Um, depends on their, on their IT industry. You think so? You think if they... Cricket, can... the future of cricket revolves around the IT industry. Mm-hmm. Because this is what happens in the States at the minute. The IT industry is driven by Indians and Pakistanis, right? Mm-hmm. So they move to California in force... And they create cricket leagues because that's how we want to play. So, ah, what do, so they could that do game we we, we reported live the other week, Denmark versus um, oh, who was it? Who was it? Guernsey, I think. Yeah, that's in the it. Division yeah. Two. Yep. The Danish well. team, mm. apart from one, were all either Indian, Pakistani. Well, they could have been born. They could have been uh, related. They could have been uh, what's the word? A community group. Community group. They could yeah. have been in a, a, a yitzbah. Not unlike your Welsh Facebook page group you uh, you get yep. involved with here. Yeah. Which I saw is already campaigning for all the Welsh to have its own team very, very hard. Yeah, yeah definitely. Don't, you don't like well, they were coming. We're coming. So, yeah, in terms of that, it is uh, it is driven around the uh, IT industry. So if these countries... I, I really thought you were having a laugh when you said that, but you're actually justifying this argument. Well, which argument now? Well, the, the IT industry is bringing loads and loads of Indian Pakistanis oh, no, into the country, and that yeah, country yeah, yeah. is going to improve That's, that's where the cricket standards are being improved. Because of the imported labour, and they all want to play cricket. It's it's um, it's actually a common occurrence. It's not like Afghanistan where they've used Pakistan refugees because that's where they ended up. Right. But uh, America, Canada, are all India, Pakistan, especially Scandinavia. You should write a, an article a and send that into the Herald on it's, why why cricket will soon become the biggest game in the world. It's already it's coming, Rob. Yeah, it's coming. Uh, but if Wales aren't involved, I don't care. Mm-hmm. There you go. Masita, they've been making quality apparel since 1933. A great range of sports gear for all ball sports and all corporate wear. Doesn't matter what sport you play, Masita have the kit for you. Masita offers a full catalogue of on-field and off-field apparel. It's the best quality money can buy. Get in touch. 1300 Masita or masita.com.au 
So he played the first song that came to his head. It just so happened to be. It was the worst song in the world. It was the worst song in the world. Listen to the song and it's clear of mind because the words don't fit and the song is shit. You're a talentless kid. You suck! Right, worst song in the world time. Oh, and if you haven't uh, heard the show before... um. Every week we find a bad song. It's got to be sports-related. Okay. It can be, you know, your traditional FA Cup song, sports star trying to be a singer. We've had lots of them. could be just sports-related. Mm-hmm. Last week, the other week, we had an absolute belt of the water polo song. Mm-hmm. It's probably one of the funniest we've done so Pretty, far. Yeah, very bad. Rob, Rob loves there's a, um, the Perth Pitbull did the Greyhound song, yep. where he just waffled on about Greyhounds for about <laughs> yeah. an hour. So it's quite good, but um, also a classic was "Where Will We Be Without <laughs> yeah. a B?" Rob loves where... Alan Border, the Australian oh, wow. cricketer. We, we might drag that we, out. For we you. think it must have been at the end of his career, and it was like a "This Is Your Life" tribute sort yeah. of song. So, because I knew you were coming on, there is a brand new. This is brand new, Rob. Mm. We're 121 episodes into this show. We've done probably 140 worst songs in the world, and there's new ones coming out all the time. More and more. More and more. Mm-hmm. Now, it is a Rugby World Cup year. Oh, and tell us about Richie Kavanagh. Never heard of him. Never heard of Richie Kavanagh. Oh, well, I'll tell you what then. I'm just going to jump straight into this because um, apparently, mate, Ireland's on its way. Wow. Richie Kavanagh. Singing what? <laughs> Possibly oh. singing his heart out. All right. I love Johnny. I love the rugby. Ireland, Ireland's on its way. Japan without delay. Joe showed us how to play. We'll be there in the final day. Well, Johnny, will we go to the World Cup? We'll have to get a bank loan. We'll have to get a bank loan. Nothing stop us from a goal. Ticket now. Hope we get a ticket now. We've got to get one somehow. We've got to get one somehow. Ireland, Ireland's on its way. Ireland, Ireland's on its way. To Japan without delay. To Japan without delay. Joe showed us how to play. Joe showed us how to play. We'll be there in the final day. We'll be there in the final day. Got a bit of a I've never been on a plane before. <laughs> Need never come back no more. We'll be all skin to the bone. We'll be all skin to the bone. By the time that we get home. By the time that we get home. Ireland, Ireland's on its way. Ireland, Ireland's on its way. To Japan without delay. To Japan without delay. Joe showed us how to play. Joe showed us how to play. We'll be there in the final day. Catching 
Yeah, Richie Kavanagh there with uh, Ireland, Ireland's on its way. That's the official Irish Rugby World Cup song. Wow, there we go. How does that make you feel as a as a, as a for your immensely country? proud? I'm actually quite offended <laughs> that that's made it to your worst, worst world. sport songs in the world. Well, yeah, it's it, it's it's not necessarily always a, a bad song, but it generally um, is. For me, that one's pretty bad. I, I think there's some. Um, <laughs> What didn't it have? It had well, a little bit of I, river dance. It had, it had a bit of. It had a fiddle. It had a catchy chorus. Yeah, under easy to understand the lyrics. Yeah, very literal lyrics. Very. I, literal. I think they're just. But there wasn't a lot of thought into the, the options of what could rhyme on the next line. <laughs> I, I think. I think. I think. And what was what might rhyme with? <laughs> we're on our way. We're on our way to Japan without delay. Yeah. I Joe think, showed I think us how to play. They, they could have thought of some other things, <laughs> yeah. maybe. We're See a simple coming. race. We're a yeah. simple race. Right. So um, I'm going to give you a bit of Richie's background. He's 70, is uh, old Richie Kavanagh. He's from mm-hmm. uh, Fenna, Carlow in Ireland. Uh, his There's genre... A good, good call and reply sort of approach. Yeah, I like, I like that, the early early days. He, yeah. he did win an Irma in um, 1996 for Best Single of the Year for uh, Aeon Focal Eilie. Aeon Focal Ella. That's the one, yeah. Any um, other words. It was in the top 10 <laughs> in the Irish charts for over six months. Wow. How big was that? that would eight, not be do, do you recall that one? Eight weeks is number one. Six, uh, surely you must have said... The mid-90s are a little bit hazy for me, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> Current, uh, unbelievable. This is stats now. Fun stats on Richie Kavanagh. Mm. That single is currently the 15th biggest selling single in Irish chart history. Mm. This guy's a legend. But his other tunes... Did Richie Kavanagh write his own Wikipedia page? I think he might have, because mm. um, his other songs that he's done is called um, The Mobile Phone, Mickey's Bucking Ass... Stay with her, Johnny. Chicken talk and a ride on a tractor. So he's not quite got <laughs> not the quite best. There. He's a bit of a wurzel, is uh, Richie. Was it not co-written with Father Ted O'Reilly and Dougal <laughs> Maguire? Yeah. Or was it Ted Maguire and Dougal O'Reilly? But unbelievably, so Richie's still going strong. Mm. Well, we'll see how much momentum it gathers. It's the official Irish song. I mean, they are... Second favourites, I think. Along, gonna, e- equal second favourites with England, I think Ireland are at the moment. In the betting. In the betting. Mm. Yeah, and uh, I think you guys are just a dollar behind. It's not even yeah. close. Uh, it's not even close. What yeah. are you doing? I can't believe... <laughs> this is arrogance. Unbelievable. Pig too soon. It's just... No. Peaking just right. No. Too soon. Haven't beaten New Zealand in 63 years. Well, don't worry about that. England, I mean, are, England are going to knock at you At least out. the that's slot's it. beaten us twice in the last few years. That, that's better than not beating us for 63 years. They were number years. one for a week. Yeah. Uh, they were number one for a week, don't I forget. I do recall that yeah. as well, yeah. It's okay, it's all good. We're 14 in a row. We, we don't mind England and Ireland being favourites. It's fine. Well done. Let's just hope you get out of your yeah, group. F- yeah, we're worried about Fiji. Don't worry about Australia. Oh, wow. Their props out. He got mugged in, so ever got to cut his arm off last Anuela night. Tupo. Jeez. Yeah. Are you actually serious? He got mugged last night, mm. and he tried to chase after somebody in Johannesburg, of all places, to actually chase a mugger. 
Uh, apparently slashed his arm, yeah. Oh, they didn't cut his arm off? No, no, no. No, no okay. not like the uh, Miami Dolphins uh, linebacker who got uh, caught in a car crash last week and lost an arm just after signing like a $50 million contract. That's bad luck. Bad luck on him. Terrible. Anyway, uh, while we got you, Owen, there's a pop quiz here. Mm. Um, obviously, Did you actually tell people that Owen is the assistant coach? Of no, no. Did you, you no, no. bother with that? We, we don't no? do that, no. <laughs> okay. So, um, obviously, Richie Kavanagh, number 15 in the Irish charts yes. of singles for all time. Can you run us through what may be in the uh, top 10 here? Irish charts, singles of all time. I've co- actually mentioned one already, weirdly enough. The cores. The cores. A cores in the top 10. Yeah, I reckon um, the cores. The answer, um, the cores are no, is in the top 10. Are they in the top 20? Surely. No. Cores wow. aren't in the top 20. Okay. It's un- top, unbelievable. Top, top 10 Irish singles of all time. Yes. Of all time. Okay. Well, you, you two. Uh, you, two you two's a, um, a banker. I'll you go two. for With or Without You. Yeah. Or one. Singles of all time. You two. Considering Richie Kavanagh's number 15, <laughs> you two aren't in the top 10. Is this what? Richie Kavanagh's Oh, what tries? about that? <laughs> Think so. What about that? You're a bum. You're a maggot. You're a oh, cheap party. Yeah, that one. I reckon that'll be in there. That should be in there, Rob. You should be. How is he still alive, by the way? I have no idea. Uh, Outlived poor old Kirsty McCall. Yeah, well. she did. Got run over by a speedboat. Mm. Kirsty McCall. That's very true. Oh, I know it'll be in this. Sinead O'Connor should be. Nothing. What is? What's all this should be? No, I agree with you, Rob. It's <laughs> definitely up there. I, I'd go the Saw Doctors N17, but they're not in there either. I fear this is not a legitimate... Zombie, the Cranberries. Yeah, that's a good point, but they were they never really had huge chart success. Anyway, I'm going to Van Morrison. Van Morrison. Oh, should be, yeah, yeah. Should be in there, but it's not. Anyway, number one is Candle in the Wind. 97 with something about the way you look tonight. Elmer I John. thought it had to be Irish. <laughs> this is, a this is the top 20 hits top in, selling in Ireland singles of all time in Ireland. Oh, in I Ireland. thought it was by Irish, Irish artists. Yeah. yeah, sorry about that. Uh, number totally two, misleading. Number two quiz. is Riverdance. I wouldn't have got that. Riverdance, yeah. Number two is Riverdance. Um, there's, a band, there's a band here called Six. There's a whole lot of loving going on. That's number three. There must be an Irish kind of version of Steps. There were. I remember six. Yeah, I remember that. What I about, think there are one-hit wonders. What about Matt Cardle with When We Collide? That's number four. Oh, from X Factor, I believe. Oh, really? Oh, okay. Mark, yeah. McCabe, Mark McCabe. Mark McCabe. Maniac. 2000. There you go. He's number five. Printed. What about Blue? Dabba-dee, dabba-da. Oh, That's nice. number six. Eiffel 65. Losing um, a lot of credit here, the Irish. Yeah, here we go. Yeah. Well, wait till you see number I seven. Prefer, I like this Richard. Number Lennon. seven, <laughs> Enrique Iglesias. Oh, no. Hero. Yeah. Uh, here we go. Galway Girl by Sharon Shannon and Mundy. Great song. Number eight. There you go. Oh, fantastic. Great there you song. go. Um, Black Eyed Peas, I Got a Feeling. And then we let we get, really get let down here at number 10, Westlife with Uptown Girl. Not even one of their own. Wow. Yeah, that, but, aren't they the Irish ones? West yeah, Life? they are. West but Life? Uptown yeah. Girl, obviously Billy Joel. Oh, it's Billy Joel's yeah. cover, yeah. So then we've got Eminem, Shaggy, Celine Dion. Alexandra Burke, Richie Kavanagh <laughs> just like, slots I like, in. I like Richie Kavanagh. Richie now. Kavanagh slots in between Celine Dion and Eminem, <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, Band Aid. Last Ketchup with uh, the Ketchup song Goo Goo Dolls at number oh, nineteen. Virus. What? And then Shaggy featuring Ray Vaughan. That's a Angel. horrendous list. That's the top it's twenty quite singles, isn't it? Well, for it's a, a bit country, of country that prides itself on its music and, and instrumentation, particularly horrendous, isn't it? That's a disaster. It is a disaster. But good on Richie Kavanagh because uh, you know, even though he uh, he wrote those charts, he only mm. slotted himself in at number fifteen. Ah, good on him. I'm, I'm brilliant. I think he's done well. That's awesome. Noel Gallagher rates Bono as the second best person he knows to get on the rip with. Oh, really? Yeah. Guess who first is? Uh, his brother, Matthew McConaughey. <laughs> <laughs> really? 
there you go. He said without. He said it that because he got asked that question directly. Who's the best guy to go party and drink with? He said hands down Matthew McConaughey. Wow. <laughs> no, no one there even comes go. close. What about Woody Harrelson after his Wimbledon? Oh, I saw cameo? that. Yes, that was hilarious. Was he in good form? Was he? I saw oh, a few yeah. clips. Yeah, he oh. was trying to get back into the box. I saw, but he had to wait till the end yeah. of the game. Yeah, yeah and yeah. He, he merely fell off the steps. He had a few. <laughs> Uh, it was a bit as Woody Harrelson. But Woody Harrelson is he one of these guys who lives off grid and does the whole. Uh, uh, I don't know. I'm pretty sure he had some island, some uh, in Hawaii or something. Oh, but okay. he built his own shack and it was all totally off grid. And wow. he was he was roughing it, nice. getting, getting back to his ro- well, not his roots, getting back to some roots. Yeah, I don't think he's from an indigenous Hawaiian. I'd take uh, it not with a name like Woody Harrelson. <laughs> no, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> Pretty sure. Um, Kingpin, possibly one of the best sporting movies of all time. Oh, that is a great that's film. Yeah. yeah. Myself and Jeff Parting that's actually watched it in Christchurch the day before. We may have lost to the Crusaders. We watched yeah. uh, Kingpin and we were in great form. Right. That is, Not that the Big is a Lebowski great movie. then, Kingpin. King, I love well, Kingpin. The, Big Lebowski the, the, is a classic. Yeah, but that's only loosely based, based around bowling. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's, it's not really, yeah, no, Kingpin, he's trying to win the tournament. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We've, we've sort of, this comes up regularly, so okay. Beefy doesn't watch a lot of movies, but he's got a couple of ones that he really well, stands strong on. You keep bringing it back. <laughs> the, the replacements. The replacements. Oh, Keanu Reeves? Yeah. yeah. Keanu Re- mm. Yeah, and, and uh, uh, Reece Evans. Because yeah. he's the kicker, because he's wiry. Mm-hmm. Tough. Um, Pretty average. In your top three. <laughs> he goes on about it all the time. Very what? average. Like I think I turned over. Um, when number I one. Number one for me is Major League. That's my top No, money, money ball's the best. Oh, uh, yeah, okay. Ball. I'll go with that. Money ball. Is based on good. fact, which gives a credibility. Yeah, yeah. That's brilliant. Major League was based on fact, wasn't it? <laughs> um, mean Machine, clearly that's up there. Don't yeah, know. Gritty. Hooligans. You don't know Vinnie Jones? Mm, no. The remake of Longest Yard. The British remake of Longest Yard. Before they did the Adam Sandler version with Burt Reynolds. Oh, no, I got nothing. Actually, The Longest Yard is a pretty good film. Like the original. Yard is good. Original. Not bad. Oh, check it. No. Tin Cup's good. Oh, come on. Come on. Happy Gilmore. You put Happy, Happy Gilmore, Gilmore or yeah. Caddyshack before yeah, that, Caddyshack. surely. Yeah. yeah. Bill Murray features in a couple, doesn't he? He does. Oh. Sporting films, hey? New Zealand have any genre. good sporting films um, that are entertaining? We're just going to say Rush is probably Rush, up there as Rush well. Rush is up yeah. there as well, yeah. We're in the top three, yeah. Oh, Bjorg versus McEnroe. Great film. Just recently oh, out. Oh, really? Very much enjoyed. Tennis film. The best sports tennis film by a mile. Oh, is The it? guy they got to play Bjorn Borg, is, it, it's identical. Perhaps it wasn't. It looks like it's... Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they got him... Yeah. When he's 60, he looks like yeah. he's... I think his son... His son just tried to qualify for Wimbledon. Really? Julius or something. I didn't realise he was so popular, Bjorn Borg. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he was up there, you know, with your McEnroe's and Connors back in the day. Good-looking man. Well, that was the main... Yeah, he was very popular with the, with the ladies. Mm. Strong, quiet type. <laughs> Strong, quiet type, indeed. <laughs> I've just got three things to say on this as well, Cricket. Michael Clark is clearly the worst commentator in the history of cricket. Right. Michael Slater is just in front of him, and yet they dropped Michael Slater for the final, which I thought was hilarious. They did they they dropped him, did they? For the final. Well, they couldn't have everyone in there. No, they couldn't have everyone. Because they, they, they had three Kiwis and three uh, English. Yeah. And then they just tried to pick one from... They had, a, they had Ian Bishop. Ian Bishop, he was brilliant. Um, they had... Uh, Clark. Michael, Michael Clark. Yeah. And um, um, Ganguly. Ganguly. Yeah. Not great. Actually, that was the only one thing I wanted. Just one thing I want to mention. Yeah, that, that annoyed me. Yes, because um, I, I I like the English commentators. I particularly like Nasser Hussein. But when Ian Smith after he did his big rant and he handed yeah. over to Nasser to do his sort of oh. with one type of thing, the first sort of thing that came out of his life was he 
called England Deserved Winners. Oh, mm. Deserved Drawers. Deserved. Deserve I didn't like... That's, I wasn't happy with that. He's a flog. Nurse. But they didn't deserve. He is. He's a flog. No, oh, you I'm don't like him no. either? I don't like him either. Okay. He's, um, he's pro-England and Wales cricket. I need them to have the stance now. Get rid of Wales. The commentators should come out and say, we don't need Wales anymore. We just won the World Cup. Let's get rid of Wales. Then we'll make is it easier. Is there any Welshman in the squad? No. No, no we're none no. even. Because, no, we're um, even close. No, because people like Joffrey Archer are getting recruited from mm. the West Indies. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't matter. We don't need him. That's the that's the one thing I've got against it. There's, there's when, did no he, when did he move over when he's eighteen or something? I think they said no. Two weeks before the World Cup. No, but actually moved to England. But I think that's it. I'm sure, I'm sure they said when yeah, he's he been there. Why had to do 19. five five years? I think eligibility. I think for Razan yeah. yeah, it's five. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, he's but then good. He's, but he's lethal. The issue not was overly, not overly humble though. Did you see his tweet? Um. Oh, uh, after the game or before leading up to it? After the game. No, I. Did it. Oh, nice. Okay. Wow. Good Team on him. sport. I love yeah, it. Yeah, it's not very good. Oh. Plus, I think it was his worst over in the entire Oh, was it? It's the worst it's second equal. I did it. Yeah. Um, the, you know, the issue was, you know, he had, to, he had to leave. You know, he was he was with Hobart Hurricanes for the 2020. Right. Uh, I didn't know that. Uh, it might have been Hobart. One of them. He was playing Big Bash. He had spent so too much time overseas playing 2020 like in Canada, Caribbean, uh, Bangladesh, uh, IPL, mm. and in the Big Bash. He had to leave early to get back to England, but otherwise he would have forfeited his eligibility because he spent too, too many uh, months overseas, overseas. Mm-hmm. playing cricket. So he had to actually leave the Big Bash early to get back to the UK. Ah, oh, was that what so, happened? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Didn't know about that. Mm, see? That's, that's bad. I didn't hear that one. Oh, I, ah, did I did it. I did it. I didn't thing. see that either. Would you have put him in for the final over? Uh, I, he was uh, no. He, he was causing us all sorts of trouble. Uh, poor old Colin de Gronholm. I've never seen him look so bad at the crease because he's often the one who comes in and Swings. after everyone's struggling and, and just. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he often gets out cheaply too, but he he can he can just smash it and he just couldn't hit the ball. Mm. He got hit on the no, head, he did. on three, the body four about times. four times. Yeah, he just could not read that slow ball. Yeah, yeah. Was, anyway. um, only really Josh Butler looked very comfortable. Yeah. Um. In all fairness, Wokes was the best bowler, and I, I sent I you thought. a message in the week. I said I, I, I don't rate Wokes at all, but he has been the last three games, four games of the World Cup. He's been brilliant. Yeah, particularly the, the semi final. Yeah, semi final was awesome. Um, but a Plunkett screwed us. No, though. even India, India in the game they had to win. He was brilliant as well. Right, I didn't see that. So uh, Plunkett, he's another Tommy Rundler that. <laughs> He got, he's, he's got the he most wicket. I saw that stat between overs fifteen and forty. He is the yeah. world's leading wicket taker. Yeah, unbelievable. And he does nothing with it. In fact, he bowls more down leg side than he does straight. I anyway, I don't care. Um, <laughs> Le'Veon Bell, the new New York Jets running back. Mm. This is a. I've been holding this back. I should have played this a lot earlier. So he's just been traded from. He's been on a big wicket. He actually held out. He didn't play in the NFL last year. Mm-hmm. Uh, wanted more money, so he didn't play at all. So he's been traded to the New York Jets. So he's moved to New York. Uh, no, he hasn't moved to New York. He is moved to New York to play. But in his Florida home, basically, there's uh, two suspects stole half a million dollars worth of stuff from Le'Veon Bell because he went to training. He went to do a workout. The two people that stole all these things were uh, his girlfriends. Uh, when he left, they were uh, left naked in bed uh, while he went for a workout. He goes, when. Uh, so we've got the 911 call he makes. To yeah. the police department, he, but he says um, Bell tells the dispatch that uh, the two women stole clothes, shoes, money, and my jewelry in a burglary at my home. When dispatched, asked for a description of the females. Levion says he can't see what they were wearing because when he left them earlier in the day, they were naked in his bed. 
So uh, let's just uh, let's just hear. Do we need it? Does it need to be censored at all? Uh, no, it's a police phone call, so they've censored it anyway. Okay, so uh, this is Le'Veon Bell's nine one one call. Mm-hmm. What's the address of the emergency? Hollywood, Florida. Oh, okay. Tell me exactly what happened. Um. Well, I had two girls in my house, and I went to. I got up. I did my normal routine to go work out. So I left to work out for a couple hours. When I came back. They took my money, they took my watch, my jewelry, um, a, a couple more um, things of value <clears throat> out of my house. And I don't know where they at. And I tried to call them before I called you guys. I tried to call them, and, uh, and they're not answering me, and they're ignoring me. When did this happen? This happened today. No. Okay, what all did you say was taken? I know you said money. So money, my jewelry, and other things of value, so like clothes, shoes, um, you know, just like like other things of value around the house, like uh, things that I use, you know what I'm saying? Oh, okay. But really clothes, shoes, money. Okay, what is so the total? Money and my jewelry. What is the total estimated value of the items? Oh, like a million dollars. And you said that you know the girls who did this. I need to get their description. Are they white, black, or Hispanic? The girls, uh, they're, one is mixed, and they're both mixed. They're both mixed. Okay, their skin oh, color, if an officer was to drive by, would they look more white, black, or Hispanic? Uh, one will look more black, and the other one will look more Okay, the one that looks more black, how old is she? 23. What was she wearing today? today I mean, when I left, she was in the bed. She was in the bed, not wearing clothes when she left. So I didn't see her when she, you know what I'm saying? Oh, okay, and the other one, you said she looked more Hispanic, is that correct? Like, she looked more like, if anything, like, we are white or Hispanic, yes. Oh, okay. How old is she? She's 21. And what was she seen, last seen wearing today? The same way. She was in the bed, too. Oh. Like, they didn't have clothes on. Oh, okay. What, what is her phone number? Oh, yeah. She was in the bed, too. They were naked. I, I felt from the beginning that he sort of gave a bit too much detail. To, to, <laughs> yeah. All you need to say is I've been robbed. Yeah. The, the, uh, I just love the casual way. Oh, how much is the value? Oh, uh, yeah, a million dollars. It's like, surely you just, whoa. So, uh, 911, hey? Yeah. Imagine that. Imagine Someone making that call. I could steal every single thing I own in my whole life and it wouldn't get anywhere near a million dollars. I'm with you on that, Rob. I'm just oh. trying to picture the team meeting on Monday morning when that when that audio gets played, played back. I don't think he's going to live that one down for a while. Now, well, how does it get out, that audio? Who's recording it? Uh, the police. Yeah, but they can't put it out publicly. Somebody has. That's how I got it, Rob. How does that get it? I'm not a member of the Black Panthers or anything like that. No. That's very recent. Yeah, it was uh, a couple of weeks ago, yeah. I'm always dumbfounded as to how something... It's like these stories of like when footballers do something wrong, and I don't know how the hell people could have found that out. Yeah, that's crazy. Someone's well, watching. obviously they've had to release it uh, somehow. I don't know so. how the how that cricket ball hit Ben Stokes' bat and went to the boundary. <laughs> I don't know how the how that happened. The bat of God, Rob. It's the Jesus. bat of God. By the way, this is a guy that didn't play last year when he was due to get paid $20 million for the season because he didn't think it was enough money. He walked oh, away from him. 20 mil. Yeah, underpaid. Underpaid, yeah. yeah. So then the New York Jets gave now him... Now he's money. minus 21 million. Yeah, yeah. that's right. So Blowout. He, he probably, he's probably not going to miss it. Although, they stole my shoes, man. <laughs> they stole my shoes. Things I wear, I use every day. Um, girlfriends, plural. Girlfriends. Imagine being in that situation. Surely he knows where they live. That's what I'm kind of worried about. I get the impression it's not a high commitment situation. He knew their ages, but I don't know if he knew their names. <laughs> 
Yeah. It doesn't matter. It's all about whether it's legal or not. <laughs> That's yeah. true. He, he made sure they weren't nine, uh, 17. Yeah. Uh, 21. Uh, well, it's Florida. Yeah, 23. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Hi, this is Toddy Goldsmith, and you're listening to 88.3 Southern FM. I left a late tonight, Rob, just for oh, you. Well, it's, it's better late than never. Well, that soothing, soothing, sexy voice of Toddy Goldsmith. Gosh, yeah. she's just fantastic. Do you know who Toddy Goldsmith is, though? No idea. She's, well, she's probably the best way to sort of give us some orientation is that she's, um, what's her name from Greece? The Olivia very, Newton Olivia John. Newton John's ah. niece. Wow. Yeah. yeah. She was a very sexy kind of uh, starlet of Australian TV. Yeah. Uh, and and singing. Yes. Yes. Obviously. Actually, they're supporting someone quite big coming up soon. The well, Chantuzies. I think we even plugged it. Oh, and that was back in April. No, no, no. Somebody I saw him recently advertise the Chantuzies. She was in a girl band called the Chantuzies. So, yeah. With a chick from Neighbours. Yeah. Who we still don't know who it is. We haven't even bothered to look it up. <laughs> yeah. But Toddy's a big fan of our show. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, and, and on our hundredth show, she she joined us live. joined us live. We rang her, and she was in the back of an Uber, mm. which is quite funny <laughs> and in itself. Drunk, I think. Yeah, she'd had a few, I think. <laughs> With only a couple of minutes to go, which is quite funny because we've just breezed through. It's been a chock full episode of. Uh, 365 days of sport. Have you got some uh, sort of world champion news for us? There is no world champion news. No vegan news. What what sort of days we're on today? Oh, we want to do day. We could do the J. That's a good point, Rob. I should have looked that up. You would not believe, Owen, how many different types of days or types of things are celebrated on one day. So you might have... Well, Rob... Be nice to Doctor's Day or something like that. Well, even even stranger, it's the Guinea Pig Appreciation Day. Guinea Pig Appreciation Day today. It's on the same day as... World Snake Day. So I'm not sure whether the snakes are appreciating the guinea pigs. I'm pretty sure they would. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, National Personal Chef Day. Only personal chef. Yeah, only personal chef. Not 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 paid uh, for professional chef. Executive chefs. Not executive chefs or sous chefs. Yeah. Personal chefs personal day. Chefs. Uh, National Fresh Spinach Day. Anyone who's day. got a personal chef doesn't uh, need to honour someone day. who's going to be all that thankful because they'll yeah. be far too wealthy. I have to uh, say big hello to uh, my better half, my beautiful partner. Because she generally is my personal chef, unfortunately. I think you'll get in trouble for referring to her oh, I, as a personal chef. I think in this day and age, <laughs> yeah, I know that. You're not even walking it. a fine line. You'll be if you're if anyone was paying attention, if you were being paid, you would have got fired for that. Yeah, no doubt. But I mean, didn't, didn't some guy make a joke about? Um, they're talking about who washes the dishes, and, and he said his dishwasher was his wife. Oh or yeah, like that's that. right. He yeah, got, yeah. Fired, he got fired. Bang, yeah, gone. That's right. American, um, American commentator. By the way, it is it is Claire's birthday in about four minutes twenty seconds. Oh, so, happy uh, birthday. yeah, happy, happy birthday, birthday, Claire. Claire. Yeah. So uh, it's pretty awesome. Uh, National Fresh Spinach Day. So if you're Popeye, it's your day today. Right. Uh, and it's also National Corn Fritter Day. So I don't know if you can have fresh spinach in corn fritters, but uh, you, you can. can. You can have. There fresh you go. So what a day. Fritters. So yeah. our new thing is. All these days, because this is one, two, three, four, five. There's five days today uh, by itself. We need to kind of create this into one day. Yeah. So you get your personal chef day. You he bring, can do the corn fritters. He can do the corn fritters with the spinach. Yep. Whilst uh, a snake eats a guinea pig. For in, your entertainment. For your entertainment. So you have a dinner party. Yeah. And then the entertainment will be a snake eating a guinea pig. Yeah. And is there any gambling going on? Punting? Uh, Anything you can... No. Sorry, Rob. But that's still four and one. Still four in one. It's pretty good. Five deal. and one. Five and one. So it's not bad. You get all five of them in. That was all five. So that's brilliant. So that's what we're, we're trying to do. Just condense because there's too many days. Too many I days. Think that people communicated better. We can create some interesting events. Yeah. I feel like we should have brought something into the studio. 
We if probably I'd known. Mm. If I had known. If you'd have known. If we were a bit more organised. If I had kind of... I could get a guinea pig, but not the snake would be tough. Why? Why? We're in Australia, Rob. Well, you can't, can you, buy, can you buy them as pets? Of course you can. You only get the uh, pythons, though, I think. But they're the best ones for eating guinea pigs. That's what that's just what they specialise in, I oh, think. Oh, no doubt. Yeah. They they showed a rattlesnake on this one. A rattlesnake? They're no. mainly Texan, I think, and Nevada desert kind of snakes. But they're actually poisonous. You can't have that as a pet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you, I'm, I'm sure there Death, are people out there poisonous. that have rattlesnakes as pets. That's why it's always pythons, because they're not poisonous. So True. even if, if they do, they, they could strangle you, and they can... Oh, I'm thinking boa constrictor. No, they'll they'll just no. It's a python. You. you know what? There's no snakes. Ireland, Ireland, and New Zealand, and New Zealand. And New none, Zealand. none. You're Two brothers. Bowls. You're practically brothers. We are. Mm. Is there any lizards in in Ireland? Zero. Zero lizards. See, we at least in spiders. No, nothing that'll kill you. Yeah. There's spiders. Well, there we is. got we got one poisonous one. Yeah. The catapo. The catapo. Catapo. Yeah. yeah. See, in Wales, we have the adder. Yeah, it's pretty native to Wales. Yep. Because don't forget, obviously uh, Saint Patrick, mm. a Welsh Welshman, got rid of all the snakes in Ireland. That's the myth, the legend. Drove them away. Yeah. To Australia, yeah. along with all the, all the convicts. Didn't you know Saint Patrick was Welsh? Well, is that is that like an Irish up. joke? No, no, no. It's genuine. No, it is genuine. Fact. Yeah, yeah. Genuine How about fact. that? So their biggest day is celebrating some Welsh bloke. Oh yeah, <laughs> with Guinness that was invented in North Wales. That's a, that's a rough... That's tenuous. That's, that's, that's tenuous, very tenuous. That one, it's heavily debated, up. is it? Look, yeah, it is. It is, yeah. In, uh, it's uh, Irish export, Guinness. So it should be. Brings lots of happiness. You know where it's manufactured? The biggest uh, volume of Guinness is manufactured where? Mexico. No. Uh, I'll just say Dublin. Nigeria. Oh, oh, of course. Man. Should have got that. <laughs> Come on, Rob. Come on. Play the game. It was obvious. <laughs> <laughs> it, it was obvious. <laughs> well, why is it? Why is Nigeria? Why have they taken to Guinness? Are they just set up uh, the? Um, Some Guinness weather there. They do stronger uh, percentage alcohol Guinness in Africa. Believe uh, it or not. Also, the Nigerian brewery just services the African, African market. Market. Wow, that's. But it's not a hot weather drink, which no. That's, that's me. what I said. It's not Guinness weather in no. Africa. It's a winter Ever. drink. But it's a big winter drink. No, but if you serve it really cold, it is. No. Nah, not I was too saying dense. Actually last oh, too by dense. the way, you, yeah, should know, the... you should know this. Mm. Beefy's got no sense of smell. Yeah, I can't smell. At so all. don't trust no, no. his palate on anything. Okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Funny. I don't trust the Welsh in general. <laughs> yeah, yeah, fair enough. But yeah, I can't smell. And do you remember years ago when there used to be two taps in the pub? We talked about this last week. There was a Guinness and a Guinness extra cold. There was. Extra. Extra, Extra cold. cold. Yeah, yeah. It but just got frozen more. It did. It was like, because normal, obviously Guinness, 10 degrees possibly, I don't even mm. know. And then there was a four degree style Guinness. Right. For hot weather, no doubt. It's a dense it's drink. It's, 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 it's more, it's well more the density weather. than the temperature. It's more a meal. <laughs> it's yeah. a meal and in itself. And the froth can start getting all kind of foamy. It mm. gets a bit rank if it sits around for too long. When have yeah. you ever kept a beer for too long? Yeah, well, that's true. Well, enough enough to see that. <laughs> yeah. I was watching the horse races at home. Oh, here we it go. It was like October and it got a bit warm. October, spring carnival, you know. Oh. Surely, Nash, you must be like into the horses. Love my horses. Good. We'll need to come on again to talk about Oh, no doubt. Oh, I left in. it far too late. Far too late. Anyway, Rob, what you got <laughs> coming up? Greyhounds. What you got coming up Greyhounds. this week? Greyhounds. From time to time. From time to time. Come on. What you got coming up this week? We haven't got time in the scar show. Greyhound news. Away. No Greyhound news. What do no, you got? I if you've not got anything coming up, don't worry. Uh... I'm doing something. Good. 
Owen, you got anything happening? What am I doing this week? I've got to come down with me on Saturday night. Really? Mm. Oh well, we'll have to. We'll bring you back next Tuesday. A come down what? Come, come dine. dine with me. It's very competitive. Does that mean? Oh, that. Yeah. You're actually on the show. No, no, it's, just, a, it's, it's a friend come down at me. But there's two Kiwis involved. Okay. Nice. And then two Irish. So we, the Irish have spread their wings and made friends with some Kiwis. Beautiful. So okay. it's a four-night thing it's, or it's a one-night thing? It's a one-night thing. All oh, right. So and they're all bringing a dish. It moves location month to month. Right. Mm. So we're going to Fitzroy. Mm. Nice power. I'll let you know how it goes. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right. Anyway, special thanks to special thanks to Owen Toolan making his debut on 365 Days. And what a debut it's been! Many thank you, gentlemen. Oh, it's no, been it's an been absolute been... honour to come into studio and to um, to talk everything sport and other sports. and other. It's great to keep the Australians out. <laughs> That's it. We're not bringing any Aussies in. That's We're... it. If you're listening, Gav, I don't think you're getting back in. <laughs> anyway, this has been 365 Days of Sport. We'll see you next week.